Hello, everyone. Welcome to Team Donico, helping pets and their people. We have another episode, and each episode is always chock full of great info and updates and wonderful, helpful um, tips. And so um, I'm Marilyn Milano. I'm your host today. And this is no exception. We are going to be talking with Marty Casey, the president of the board of directors, who has all kinds of tips to help keep your pets safe at the holidays. This is a busy time. There's a lot of commotion, a lot of people. We're going to talk about many things that we can all do to just avoid an unhappy time at the holidays and just to keep our pets safe. So uh, very excited about our conversation with Marty. She knows a lot about this. And so we invite you to stay tuned. And as you're waiting to listen to our conversation, just please keep in the back of your mind that picture of that person, that person that may be out in the rain and cold. They may be, um, you know, standing on the street corner by themselves or just walking about aimlessly. And they may be unhoused or they may be low income. But if they've got a pet with them, I know we've all wondered, you know, what? how do they take care of, of their animal? We know how expensive vet care is. It's even more expensive now. Well, this is what Team Donico is helping with. It is helping pets and their people. It is helping the pets of unhoused people and low-income people. And in doing so, it's also helping people. So what they're doing is wonderful. You can go to donico.org to learn more, D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E.org. And please stay tuned. And Marty and I will be talking in just a moment about all the things you can do to make sure your pet has a safe and happy holiday. I'm Marilyn Milano, and we'll be back in just a moment with Marty. Doni Co. Pet Clinic provides comprehensive care for the animals of people in need. Funded by donations and powered by volunteers, Doni Co. Pet Clinic keeps overhead to a minimum to ensure healing is at a maximum. Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Doni Co. make a difference in the lives of pets and their people. Volunteer or donate today. Doni Co. Pet Clinic. Log on to donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E. Well, welcome back to Team Donico, helping pets and their people. And as I mentioned a moment ago, we are here with the president of the board of directors, Marty Casey, and we're going to have a little bit of an in-depth conversation about keeping your pets safe during the holidays. So Marty, as always, welcome. Thanks for all you're doing and thanks for taking time to be here today. I'm always pleased to be here, Marilyn, and thank you for having me. It's um, it's just always wonderful. You have such great knowledge. Now, I thought before we dived into the um, to the tips for pets, because you are the president of the board of directors of Doni Co. Do you have like a one or two minute update for our listeners? Maybe they've missed a show or two. Just something to let them know how things are going. Yes, and it's so nice to be able to say things are going well. Um, it's been so rewarding that we are able to take care of so many pets. Our vets are getting more and more comfortable in our space. And now they're able to do some of the procedures actually on our clinic days where they can, you know, do a surgery before we really open up. They might on Thursdays, we're doing a few surgeries during the day and we have people then stay with the animal until they recover from anesthesia and their, um, their pet parent can co- come 
and get them and pick them up and take them home. And we send them home with explicit instructions and the right medications. So yes. it's great to see. I mean, it's just so heartwarming to see so many more animals getting the care that they need. And they're all just such little loves that I have to go back when I'm there and I'll see them all. And I'm going to take them all home. You know, they already have good homes. It's, it's, I know it's, it's just um, heartwarming um, to see and hear what is happening. So again, I mean, thanks to Joni Co. Thanks to you for all you have done and all of the volunteers and donors and everybody who's made it possible. And one of the things that's so important, you know, we all love our pets so much. They mean so much to us. And so the holidays can be a particularly treacherous time for pets. There are a lot of things around that can harm them, foods, plants, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So you put together some suggestions for helping keep pets safe over the holiday. Yes. And I just, you know, we all find, I think we all, as much as we enjoy the holidays and this time of year, sometimes it is also a little stressful. And it's also stressful for your pet. And there's all kinds of new things for them to find and to eat. And I know I have a very small dog and he is such an effective vacuum cleaner. Right. He will eat anything and everything with no regard as to whether it's good for her or not. That's right. Um, So I like to think that I know a lot and I did have a lot of help on this list. I (laughs) accessed a lot of resources and I talked to some of our vets and I thought I was knowledgeable about food, but every time I look to another list or talk to someone, I find out new foods that are really quite bad and every pet is different and the reaction can be fatal in some and just get them sick in others, very similar to humans. Um, So we really just need to keep them away from all of those foods and with what we know is good for them, which is the pet food or, or homemade meals and things of that nature. Yes. One of the things I was really surprised at is that, you know, sometimes it is hard to keep everything on the table. And the first one to exploit that will be your pet. Um, and they will find themselves under the table, or you will find them under the table, munching away on anything that could have spilled. Oh, yes. Yeah. Red that was so surprising was eating turkey or turkey skin can cause a life threatening condition in pets of pancreatitis. I didn't even know this. this I didn't know. I did turkey. not know that either. I am shocked. Um, and then other foods that are really healthy for people and we're told to eat more of are things like onions, raisins, and grapes. And I know that raisins and grapes, I'd learned that recently, and it's when you start talking to people about that, they're like, really? But they can be deadly to animals. Yes. And one raisin or one grape can have a severe negative impact on their health. Um, We've all heard about chocolate. And in our house, the pet has no danger of getting any of my chocolate. So (laughs) we we do that. But I know. Um, but sometimes people use an artificial sweetener called, and I can't say it right, but xylitol. That's right. As Yeah, commonly used in, you know, gum and sugar-free foods. Yes. That you might get, and you might, sometimes it's used in baking, and you might think, oh, I'm going to have a sugar-free muffin or a sugar-free brownie. But that can be deadly if consumed yes. by a dog or a cat. Yes. So, 
if you have pets and somebody brings xylitol, I would just say put it in the kitchen or in the freezer or something so and never ever pull that out when your pet is at home because it's very, very dangerous. Well, the thing is, sometimes people have chewing gum. They don't think about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my pet, if given the opportunity, well, all three of my pets would be interested in perusing the contents of my purse if they had access Mm -hmm. to it. Now, I don't chew gum, but a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And most of the gum has xylitol. The other thing that I had read also, Marty, I think this is uh, what I understand, Another name for xylitol now on some ingredients, like some of the peanut butters where they use artificial sweeteners, is birch sugar. Oh, okay. If it says birch sugar, that's likely xylitol. And if somebody finds that I'm wrong on this, then um, my apologies, but I've read it in several places. And so I'd rather than sorry. Yes. And just like many of us have learned to do now, we read labels for ourselves, but we also have to read labels for our pets. Oh, yes. Because just as some foods are really bad for us, and they're still sold, there are a lot of foods out there that are really, you know, harmful to our pets, and they're, they're still sold. So it's just, you know, back in the day, like in the late 70s, when when I was alive, still, um, uh, I used to think nothing of tossing a grape to one of my dogs and I'd toss mm-hmm. them a grape and they, they ate them and now they weren't hurt by it, but that's like some people can smoke and never become sick and other people mm-hmm. smoke a little bit and they have terrible lung problems. So why take the chance? It's not worth it. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about this today is I, if for all the people that are living in the Seattle area, And even if you're living in a a different area of the country, I think we're all in the same boat right now that vets are, there is a shortage of veterinary care. Yes. And in this area, we have all of our vets that used to be open seven days a week. The vast majority of them have gone to just weekdays. So if you have an animal that gets sick over the weekends and you want to go to a 24-hour vet, they are the weights are horrendous they sure are yes and so you may not be able to get your pet the care that they need which even makes this more critical during these holidays because if they eat something it takes some time for you to figure out that they've eaten something right and the the symptoms are symptoms of so many things they you know lethargic they have um gastrointestinal issues, um, all of those to fever, all of those things, which can mean many things. Yes. But you need to, it's quick action is going to make the difference. And there's all these things that we just don't think about, like putting the trash away, dispose of turkey carcasses. And the tip that I read is that you need to dispose of everything around the turkey carcass the bags or the packaging that it came in the strings yes um the bones and put it in a covered and tightly secured trash bag because our little fur babies do know how to dig out the trash oh yeah they're very good at it so i mean what makes them so charming can also be very harmful to them it's like and the same thing with all of our plants yes all the plants that we have are poisonous to them. And the ASPCA does have a list. So if you have some questions, you should go out there. But some of the things I read, which I had no idea about, were baby's breath, 
um, hydranias. I had no idea those were poisonous to pets. So I didn't either. And all of those other things that sometimes are made with our decorations, they can ingest them and it can um, cause severe damage to the intestine and even perforate the intestine, which is it has an awful result in most cases. So it's just, it's hard, but I have some, you know, one of the things I, I figured out after doing all this, but we'll talk about the next thing, which is um, parties. And if you're hosting a party and for any of you out there that are hosting parties sometimes and you wonder, Oh my goodness, how did we get into this? You have done everything, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, all these people are coming or your family's coming and you're just wondering like, how did the holidays get so stressful? Well, your pet is also very stressed. Yes. Because this is all new to them. It may happen once a year, but all these visitors coming into their house, it's remember when we, we have these wonderful creatures, this is their home too. Oh, yes. And they don't understand what is happening. So different things can happen that maybe you don't think about. Like when you're letting people in the door, uh-huh. your pet is very stressed and may just go running out. And exactly. You know, you're, you're taking coats, offering drinks and doing all of that. And you can't possibly have your eye on them the whole time. No. But they are looking at how do they get out of this stressful situation. And it or may just be run, run outside because they're excited. Yes. It's like, wow, there's an opening here, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the other thing is, is that any pet, when they are stressed or scared, can become aggressive. Yeah. So, you know, that can happen. And then you have the ugly situation of your sweet little pet bit someone. Well, they didn't bite someone because they're mean pets. They bit someone because they were scared. Yes. Stressed out. So those are all things that are great to to avoid. Yes. Uh, And then the other thing which I really related to was, you know, if there's a dog and this is before I had a dog, so I wasn't I had limited knowledge, but I was always somewhat intimidated by them before I found out how wonderful they were. And I don't know how many times I would try to earn their love and affection. By giving them a little treat from my plate. Well, there are lots of people like that that want to, you know, there's this these puppy dog eyes looking at you or this cat looking at you like, oh, I need some. And then they, you give them something, but I didn't know which, you know, I would have given them a grape. I have no, I had no idea. That's so true. And what you're speaking to here, Marty, it's like so many of these things that happen, they're accidental. And it's a lot Mm -hmm. of the time it's because people don't know if you don't have pets or even if you have pets, but you haven't been reading the latest stuff, you don't know that a little piece of chocolate or a grape or a raisin or something, it could actually be the demise, you know, lead to the demise of of that animal. So Mm -hmm. it's so important. And I, I have a little room in my house where the dogs stay when I leave the house 
And that's usually where they go if I have more than a couple people. And it's more for their safety than anybody else's because mine are sweet yes. and loving and, and adorable. But I mean, they'll try to catch food, you know, and I mean, it's like uh, and people you can't educate everybody that's there in the house at that time. And then I'm just going to throw in one little thing quickly before we continue. And that is that during the holidays, when you're putting snacks out and like chips and I mean, this this goes into the football season too. be sure to cut the ends and tops off all of the bags and then toss them because pets can suffocate in bags. It is a big deal. There's a pet website called uh, Prevent Pet Suffocation. As a pet owner for 40 years, I didn't know this was a thing Mm -hmm. until a few years ago. So again, we're trying to educate people. And I'm curious, Marty, do you have some of this information on the Donico website or will you? No, we will be posting it. And so it will be on the Donico site. I realized it was a really good idea to get it up there. So it'll probably be up by certainly by the end of this week. So that's great. Um, so they can go to donico.org, D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E.org. And because it's hard to write all this stuff down and remember. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's um and I may, I will probably provide a link to a couple of the other sites like the um, American Veterinary Medical Association and then ASPCA that also have some tips. Um, so and Marilyn, I love what you said about having your pets go into another room. I think that after, you know, researching this and talking to people that sometimes when you're having a lot of people over or you're having family and you know that you cannot watch your pet every second, right? your pet might have a great time just being in a separate room. Yes. On their favorite blanket, curled up, watching TV, sleeping. And then you can go in at the end or even in the middle and give them a few pets and rubs. But that is really so, and it's going to take a lot of stress off of you as the host. Also. Oh, yes. Oh, because yes. then you don't have to worry about, oh, my goodness, my, my pet is going to be getting something that could kill it. And yes. that's it's enough stress. Or like, where's Barney, you know, or like, how can I keep find fluffy and where do they go? It really is. It's easier for me. And I think it's easier for them. And um, they seem to do better. I mean, I don't have a lot of big parties and especially since COVID, I don't have a bunches of people in here most of the time, but it's so important. And then you bring up another good point about watching the exits and Make sure your pets have ID tags and microchips, because if your dog Mm -hmm. does scoot out the door, you're going to find that animal so much faster if your dog or cat is microchipped. But those are those are things that you want to prevent because those that time that when you realize your pet has run out the door, your heart is going to sink. That's right. And it's just with a little preparation and maybe changing some routines so that the pet isn't out or if there are other things you can do to make sure that the pet has no access. So you never have to confront the situation of using your ID tag or microchips, not that you shouldn't have them, but if you can avoid that time where you're like, Oh my goodness, Barney is missing. I don't know where he is. I don't know what happened. And it could have been two hours. Um, it's just, it's, it's all pain that we don't need to inflict on oh. ourselves or our pets. Oh, indeed. Indeed. And I mean, to me, that's like the last line of defense right there. You know, that's like, right. if you're trying to do everything right, 
And sometimes even when things happen, yes, yeah, things happen, even though we're trying to be the best pet parents. And I mean, so an example, I should know about this stuff because I've had animals for so long. And about two years ago, my little Tux, he's almost 13 now, but I discovered he was munching these little tiny glass lights off the bottom of my artificial oh. tree. I am surprised he did not die. As soon as I found that out, I got rid of the tree. But it's like he's just up over there and I hear this junk, junk, junk. And I mean, he gets plenty of food, but I had no idea he would try to eat a light bulb. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm just grateful he's still here. And um, right. you have to be aware. And that, that is lucky. They'll get into very lucky. Yeah. Yes. And they don't understand. So a lot of times, you know, if you wouldn't let a two-year-old child run around and because they'll eat anything also. Yes. um, You shouldn't be letting your pet run around and eat those same things because they don't understand what's bad for them and what's good for them. And again, back to that issue of that there's such a shortage of veterinary care that. Oh, yes. Even if we realize that if our pet isn't as urgent as another one that's in line at the urgent care facility, they will, will the wait even becomes longer. Oh, it's, um, it's so. bad. It's really, I waited six hours. Uh, one mm-hmm. of my dogs passed in April from congestive heart failure and she started going downhill. We had three trips up there. But the first trip, I was in the car six hours with her and I was worried about her and I was scared. And mm-hmm. I mean, we've never had anything like this, Marty, in the years I've right. been here. Have you seen anything like this? No. And it is. Um, and so next time you do see your vet, please be sure to give them a lot of kudos. They, many of them are picking up a lot of the jobs that they're doing, you know, a job and a half or two jobs. And they are doing the very best they can. And they care about the animals. They don't, you know, they don't make as much money as doctors. And, you know, they're, it's a tough profession and they're doing it because they love your pet. And so just understand that they're doing the very best they can and hopefully keep your pet healthy. So you don't have to see them as often. It's just, it's a tough situation and costs are very high as well, which, you know, put some, this is why Donico is so amazing because you're able to help with that, with people with low incomes or who are not in, in homes. And so um, all of those things are important, but boy, uh, the old adage, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Absolutely. And again, I really encourage everyone to go to the donico.org website and look at this information and think about it. This is serious. It's true. It's not fear mongering. This is all truthful and it's all been researched and we want to protect these babies. So, you know, Marty, I always am so shocked at how fast the time goes. We've got about a minute. Is there any last thought you'd like to leave with our listeners before we sign off? And first of all, I want everybody to have a great holiday and enjoy your festivities and enjoy your pets. And then when you're enjoying other people, if there are a lot of people there and it's going to cause stress, just have them watch Animal Planet and their favorite blanket um and then they're going to be all ready for you when you're you're done with the evening and or the day and can spend some extra time with them oh yeah yeah because they are such an important part of everybody's family oh Um, and everything so um 
and we laugh at it, but it can sometimes it's not very funny. So, well, anyway, thank you for letting me share these tips. Hopefully, some people have learned things, and we oh. will get this up on our website. I'm sure that that a lot of people learned a lot from this. This is so informative. It's so helpful. Um, by the way, another alternative, if you're not sure about putting them in a room by themselves, there's always the dog sitter. That might sound mm-hmm. a little indulgent, but you know, if you've got a dog sitter that you see a lot, sometimes they can take them for walks and watch them and keep them on leashes. And that's another alternative too. So there's always things we can do. Um, Marty, we've, we've been talking with Marty um, Casey, who was the president of the board of directors of Donico, and she has shared just a wealth of information with us this evening. Thank you so much for um, for for just all of this wonderful, helpful, uh, useful information that is going to save a lot of pets' lives. Now, we're going to take a very short break and then come back with Eric Crema, who will have another episode of Celebrity Pets. So stay tuned for that. And again, Marty, thank you. And you have a fantastic Thank holiday. you. All right. We appreciate you listening. We're going to be back in just a moment with Eric Crema, who has another episode of Celebrity Pets. So do stay tuned. Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Donico make a difference in the lives of people and their animals. Donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E dot org. Coming up next on the show is a special feature courtesy of your friends at Team Donico. It's Celebrity Pets with Eric Crema. On today's Celebrity Pets, I'm talking with Jeff Renner, famed local meteorologist and author about Lucy, who is a Siberian Husky. Welcome, Jeff. Good to be with you. I love the name Lucy. Well, uh, she's quite a comedian. And so we chose that because it reminded us of I Love Lucy, which is a good description of our emotions toward her. She also has as a full name, uh, Lucy Sky Diamond. Oh, nice. She leaps. And uh, <laughs> so she sort of uh, is considered from the Beatles song, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That's awesome. Well, you too have a really active lifestyle, and it would seem that uh, Lucy is probably a perfect fit for the family. She is. She's my exercise partner. Okay. Uh, we go hiking. We go, uh, literally, I'll go bicycling, not with my road bike, but with a trail bike, with her running alongside me, uh, because I can't keep up with her otherwise. I can't run. My knees won't take it. Uh, I've clocked her up to like 20, 22 miles per hour in wow. short spurts. And then during the winter, she loves the snow. I love the snow. And so we'll take her up and do what we call ski joring. And basically, it's cross-country skiing. You have a waist belt and an elastic band connecting the two of you. And it goes really well unless a rabbit runs across the trail. (laughs) Suddenly, you're skiing fast. (laughs) Uh, It's exciting. (laughs) Well, it's funny. My doctor, I I was all proud to tell him, I was, oh, I'm going on walks with my dog. And he goes, what kind of dog do you have? I said, well, it's a Chihuahua mix. He goes, so you're not really going on a walk. You're just kind of sniffing around and you're not getting any exercise there. So he called me out on that. (laughs) I'll loan you Lucy sometime. (laughs) Thanks. So Lucy's about three, right? Um, what has she meant to the family? Oh, uh, you know, our other, she's the third Siberian Husky we've had. And our other Siberian Husky named Roger was also a rescue or a rehome. And he passed May of 2019. And uh, we got Lucy in December. We needed some time, as all pet owners can associate, just to sort of uh, uh, internalize that loss. But we got her in December 2019. And so we had her during those early Mm -hmm. shelter-in-place periods. And it was really a sanity boost for us. Although she was crazy, my wife and I thought we were never going to be able to sit down for a meal together. (laughs) 
uh, nor watch TV because she was just very demanding of attention uh, because she'd been from place to place to place. But just is a real definite member of the family. As you pointed out, she gets me out. We just love exploring the world together. Well, Jeff, thanks so much for spending a little bit of time with us on this edition of Celebrity Pets. I really appreciate your thoughts. Delighted to be with you. Go enjoy, Lucy. And and folks, Celebrity Pets is where you discover why the biggest celebrities in your life are often your furry friends. Team Doni Co. Celebrity Pets is supported in part by Jerry and Lois Photography, where memories and dreams take flight. Learn more at jerryandlois.com. Team Doni Co. hopes you enjoyed this Celebrity Pets interview. Be sure to listen for more in our upcoming shows and log on to donico.org to learn ways to help animals in need. 